I'm a follower of Jesus. It's the most important thing in my life. The most healing, healthy thing for the human brain is a belief in God and prayer. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex Lloyd, and welcome to the Spiritual Laws of Nature. We're currently in a series called the Top 10 Spiritual Laws as determined by our listeners over the last 16 years. So I hope you enjoy these. Uh, The ones that I believe are um, my favorites or most important, those have all been recorded already, especially the greatest principles. So you can go back and catch up if uh, this has interest to you. Uh, I would entitle the one today, Do You Have One Thing to Live For? And, you know, you might just close your eyes and, and let that wash over you and see what comes up. Do you have one thing to live for? You know, one thing can make all the difference. You, uh, you take a complicated, expensive machine, take one piece out of it, and the machine won't work. You take one spoke out of a wheel, and it may fall, may fall eventually. You leave out one ingredient in a dish, and you're sitting there eating, and you're disappointed because... Uh, it's not too bad, but there's something missing. Oh yeah, I forgot ah, I forgot to put in that spice. I'm sorry. My mind was somewhere else. But all through the history of man and your life, one thing can make a big difference or one thing can make the difference. Um and uh, let's see, I was probably 25 years old in the early 1980s, and I was bored one night and did something I had never done in my life, and as it turned out, I never did it again in my life. It wasn't anything wrong. Uh, it was just sort of a neutral thing. Um, and I went somewhere and did something And I was walking in the place where I was, and I stopped and thought, don't I know that girl back there? And I turned around, went back. Sure enough, it was Hope, who has now been my wife for uh, 34 years. Okay, We never would have met if I had not done that one thing that I'd never done before, never did again, don't know why I did it then, okay? I I believe I was being led, but anyway, one thing in your health can make the difference. One thing can end up with a cancer diagnosis. One thing can end up with a heart disease diagnosis. One thing, uh, uh, I mean, break, break one bone, right? And you're in pain until you get that thing taken care of. One organ is sick. You feel bad until that organ gets better. So much about our life emphasizes the importance of one thing. Um, When Hope was depressed, the 12 years that she was depressed, 
I traveled all over the world looking for the one thing that would help Hope in her depression because nothing was helping. Uh, we figured up one time we'd spent over $100,000 out of our pocket with me traveling around the world looking for some solution to her depression. And in the end, it was one thing that made her depression go away in a period of three weeks and has never come back since. That was 20 years ago. Okay? Um, one thing. Um, Victor Frankl is one of my heroes. Um, he was the founder of Logotherapy that uh, was considered to be the third largest school of psychology in the entire field behind Freud and one other gentleman. Logotherapy by Viktor Frankl was considered number three. Well, lo the place where logotherapy came from is very interesting considering what we're talking about today that one thing can make all the difference. Um, when Viktor Frankl was in the Holocaust, he wrote later that one thing is what allowed him to survive where many didn't. He said, I exercise the last of human freedoms, the right and ability to choose what my internal state, what my focus will be, uh, what my, you might say, attitude will be internally. He said, those prison guards could beat me. They could yell names at me. They could never get to that. Okay, And he even tells how he did it. He used his imagination. He used his image maker. I don't call it the imagination because to a lot of people that means daydreaming. And that's not at all what I'm talking about. The Germans have two words for the imagination. One means to daydream. Excuse me. The other means to create. And that's what I'm talking about. That creative force using our image maker that has created everything ever created by the mind of man. Every bridge, every building, this television, my shirt, this table, the lights, the camera that's recording this, uh, every city, every car, everything ever made by the mind of man was made in the creative image maker first. Then it was put down on paper then they would go out and dig the hole and pour the concrete and all that. But they would not just go out and dig the hole and pour the concrete. Not until it had been imaged here and put down on paper there. Um, so it is the singular creative force and I believe the most powerful one in the history of mankind. And that's what Viktor Frankl used to survive. He, he did... Uh, two things, okay? Using that one thing, he did two things. He thought about a memory in the past with his family when they were sitting by the fire in the den all together at home, uh, reading, laughing, just enjoying being together. And he would focus on that memory to the, to the degree that he was there again. At least he felt like he was there again internally. The other one, and it would give him power and strength. The other one, he would focus on the future. 
at a time when he had survived the Holocaust and the vision he had is that he would write a book about the Holocaust and uh, partially about this one thing that would help many, many people. And he would go there in his mind and heart internally while he was in the prison camp and he would feel relief from pain, he would feel power to fight another day, he would feel energy. Well, you may be thinking, yeah, but wait a minute, that's just made up. That's not real. Uh, I mean, something that's not even real can't be the one thing solution for me in my life to solve my problems. You're wrong. It's absolutely real. The unconscious mind does not differentiate between past, present, and future. It treats it all as present tense reality as if it's happening right now. So to the heart, which is more than a million times more powerful than your conscious intention mind, to the heart, when he went in the past, he was not in that prison camp anymore. He was back there at home with his family in a wonderful, loving, uh, warm environment. And it gave him hope. It gave him positive feelings and emotions. It gave him positive energy in his body we know now. To every system, every organ, the brain, the cells. And he even wrote in his writings that other inmates who did not do anything like this, most of them didn't make it. And then he would go to the future one. And, and he would experience that, that he's not in the Holocaust, that he's in the future, has written a book, it's helping people. He's being able to realize his life's dream to help people, which he did for the rest of his life. And that vision would give him power to fight and survive another day. Literal power in his legs and arms and, and body that... Again, others who weren't doing that, many did not survive. They didn't have that energy. He had more energy because every day he was going to these places that were filling him up or at least helping to offset the horrendous negative. Um, when Hope was depressed, one of the things that she said um, helped her through it and to keep fighting is that she had a vision of someday having a family and she was not depressed and had children that loved her and that she loved them and it was a happy family, a warm family, which, you know, this was before she ever knew me. She had this vision. But when she was depressed, she remembered that. I've had this vision all my life of this and I don't think that's an accident. I think that is still possible for me. I still think that may be in God's plans for me. And it gave her strength and energy and hope to keep fighting, which she did and has been depression-free for 20 years now. Um, so focusing your image maker on something that, that can literally create power inside you to take you to the next level of your life or even the best level of your life, your best possible life. 
I believe is, is absolutely possible with these same principles that Viktor Frankl discovered, they helped him survive, and then he helped people with, <clears throat> excuse me, for the rest of his life. <clears throat> so let's look into that. Your brain is built by God to work this way because we are supposed to use our image maker in certain ways. Think about these things God says. What is true, what is lovely, what is excellent, what is worthy of praise. A whole lot of the book of Revelation is a vision that God gives us of the future of what is to come. And most of the other part of the Bible, especially the Old Testament, is the past picture of of God and and things that have happened in the past, okay? Well, to me, the message of the Old Testament is God created man for love. I'm lonely, I'll make me a man. For God so loved the world that he uh Jesus is asked, is there one co- yeah, yes, there is. In fact, there's two, and both of them are love. And if you do that, you have kept the entire law. Okay? So we're supposed to focus on love, joy, peace, what is true, lovely, excellent. Focus on the unseen, not on the seen. Where the seen is temporary, the unseen is eternal. So if if you really look through Scripture, this is all here. We're supposed to use our image maker to create. Not only to create a chair or a building, but to create our internal reality in right connection with God and the leading of the Holy Spirit and plugging into the spiritual where where miracles happen and unlimited energy is possible. But don't forget the natural and physical, okay? We know now that when Viktor Frankl went to that picture, that wonderful, loving memory picture of the past, it literally gave him physical energy, mental energy, and spiritual energy to fight, to keep going, etc. When he went to the future, positive image maker vision, it gave him power and energy in all three of those areas, etc. And to me... That's why God built this mechanism into us. Now, it can be misused. Um, I believe that, excuse me, internet porn is the biggest addiction in the history of mankind. And 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 in almost every one of those people who do that regularly, they would prefer porn to regular, healthy sex with a person. Isn't that amazing? Why, why, how is that even possible? Because to the heart, it's real. So the porn feels in the heart almost as real as the actual, plus the person can control every aspect of it in their mind in the porn where they can't if it's with an actual person. So it's control issues, it's addiction, and the main thing is that when you do the porn, you have the rush of all positive and negative hormones and chemicals being released at the same time, which is is an overwhelming um, rush that almost always leads to addiction. 
In the healthy sexual relationship, you only have the positive chemicals being released, not the negative, which does not lead to addiction and leads to positive thoughts, feelings, and energy in your body. Okay? Um, Dr. Antonio Damasio, MD, PhD, head of the neuro department at the University of Southern California, imageless thought is impossible. You can't have a feeling, an emotion, a thought, or an action if you didn't have an image that those, that those things came from. Pierce Howard, PhD, the owner's manual for the brain. All data that comes into us, whether it's smell, taste, touch, uh, hear, see, no matter what kind of data it is, when it's inside us, it's all turned into images, not words. Why? Images work at the speed of light, and they're, they're the universal language. I'm hungry and I don't speak French. Oh, you're hungry, okay? Uh, words take much longer and, and are subject to interpretation and all that. Pictures give us an instant uh, relatability and, and connection, okay? Um, so, so, how do you use this? This enormous power that's in you that probably you've either been using just for daydreaming or just letting it do wherever it goes. Well, I'm suggesting take hold of it and start using it for a positive in your life. And I would say do it similarly to what Viktor Frankl discovered in the Holocaust. Find a, a memory from your past that is powerful in a positive way, warm, loving. Man, wish I could do that again every day. Find one of those and every day spend 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes there until you feel it, which means your heart is now saying this is real and happening right now and all the same stuff is released as if it were happening right now, okay? And just sort of uh, stay plugged into that battery 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes a day. Then get one in the positive, which is what you honestly believe is possible I might say it, your best possible life in the future that you actually believe could happen. And, and go there until you feel it and stay plugged into that battery 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. You do that every day and, and, and find new ones all the time. Uh, making them fresh gives them a little energy boost. But these are not just memories, they're power packs that you can plug into for your day and, and doing it over days, weeks, and months will take the energy of your whole body and life up several places. Almost like you're taking some super vitamins or something, but this is way more than vitamins, okay? Um, then I would say take it even further. Say, okay, Every area of my life, relationships, let me either go to the past or the future to get a great, powerful relationship, positive memory. Uh, work and career, let me do one there. Or 
even go further than that. Say, okay, I've got one for relationships just in general, and then I've got one for me and hope for that one relationship, which may be, you know, uh, one of my most positive, happy, in love, everything is wonderful memories with hope from the past. But if I don't have one, I can create a best possible in the future. And then every once in a while, go plug into that. And you know what? That will make it more likely that that actually comes to pass because that is a positive outcome. And when you plug into it, you're getting positive energy, thoughts, feelings, beliefs, even uh, physical stuff, hormones, chemicals, um, just as if it is happening, which, which makes you go in that direction way more than you would. So I would spend... I don't know, um, however much time you can every day. This would be a great thing to do like laying in bed right before you go to sleep or right when you wake up in bed, do it for a few minutes before you get up, maybe around lunchtime sometime or just any time you feel the need. But I would do some every day as a matter of discipline and it's going to up your overall healthy energy more and more and more as it goes on. And then if you have a situation come up, don't just do the logical things and the action things and talk it out. I mean, do that. That's fine. But also spend some time doing this and plugging in to that positive energy battery that God built into us, the image maker, that creates energy for your legs, your arms, your body, every cell, organ, and system, your spirit, your mind, all of it, okay? And I think you will be amazed at what this can do and the change it can make very quickly, probably the day you start, and then even more dramatically over time, taking you closer and closer and closer to your best possible Live. Uh, Larry Napier has been my spiritual mentor for a long time. And he told me one time he had a friend who was in prison for a while. And after he was out of prison, Larry went to see him and he asked him one question. He said, When you were incarcerated, how important was your imagination to you? And Larry said he teared up and said, It was everything to me. It's how I survived. Well, the power to help someone survive who's in prison or even a Holocaust prison camp and lots of other situations like that can also be the power without you being in any sort of a life or death trauma to make your day 50% better for plugging into the batteries of that positive power every day. Easily make your day 50% better. Then your days get 60%, then 80%. I'm telling you, doing this as a disciplined daily meditation can take your life up level after level after level and and I would say the average I see of people I've worked with this over the years, their days get 50% better within a week. So try it at home. 
Do it regularly as a discipline, not just once or twice. You need to do that to see what it'll really do. Uh, and I believe this is a very, very powerful tool, meditation uh, you can do uh, to take your life to the next level and beyond. So uh, enjoy it and have a wonderful, blessed day.